Here we go. You are now listening to Random Rambling with Rock. Yay! Probably got a pop up on your screen saying that it's. I see it. Cord. And I really need to figure that out. It only it only happens when I mess around with Skype. Everything else seems to work fine. Yeah, Skype's a weird one. God damn. <laughs> right, I can take these headphones off. I don't need them shits no more. <laughs> uh, but how are y'all doing this uh, fine Sunday afternoon? I hear. Beer bottles are popping open, a popping can, <laughs> or whatever. Oh man, it's a great Sunday. I'll tell you what, I only get off once in a while, so when I get off, it's a it's a very good time around this household. So well, we're wait. having a good day. How about you? I, I can understand that because I mean we're both married men or whatever, and we gotta get off when we can get off, right? <laughs> oh God! In more ways, uh-huh. than, yes, sir. Oh God! Oh man, like we're really getting out the good stuff before we hit record. <laughs> hey, I mean, well, it is recording, so I mean. Who knows? It might make it in there. It might be the pre-log. <laughs> so how are we going to do this? You going to do a little intro and introduce us, or are we just going to jump right on in? Well, shit, we can just kick it down. I mean, I normally do an intro, but I mean, I just kind of fill it out, and it goes where it goes. I mean, we already rolling on all cylinders. <laughs> shit, I like it, man. So what's going on with you? How the hell's your day been so far? Uh, well, I got up to hear this awkward buzzing noise outside of my window and I was like fuck is that so I'm looking outside and everything and trying to figure out what the hell it is and then my wife was like I think it's the air conditioner I was like one you're wrong because we're using the heater right now it's fucking cold so why would the air conditioner be acting up so I said that in my head I didn't say it out loud I'm not stupid um I went outside checked it out and it did sound like it was coming from the uh the air conditioner condenser and I was like what the fuck she knows what she's talking about <laughs> and so I, I go out there and I take a closer look and it's the uh, pool pump for the, the fucking pool is making all kind of crazy noises I was like god damn it we just spent some money um, a couple months back to get some shit fixed and now it's doing some other crazy joint so I get out there I look at it and pretend I know what I'm doing and um, I just call the pool guy <laughs> he said he's gonna come out here tomorrow. So that's he's another adventure. <laughs> and, I was just gonna say, how well is this podcast doing? <laughs> this man is a pool. Shit, man. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's not <laughs> <laughs> This better be a be a community pool, not something private. Not, I mean, like our idea of a bath or, or a pool is just hanging out in our bathtub and uh, just throwing some ice cubes in there once in a while. Well, see, cool. That's what I would have preferred in hindsight. Because <laughs> um I've retired from the military. And we were kind of debating on where we wanted to settle down at. And me personally, I don't give a shit. Because as soon as I turned 18, I was out the freaking house because I wanted to get the way, get the hell away from home. So yeah. I didn't want to go back home. And I met my wife in Savannah, Georgia. And I liked Savannah, Georgia. And I was like, well, why don't we go back to Savannah? And she's like, nah, I used to be a, because she used to be a cop there. And they had all kind of bullshit going on with the police department and all kind of crap down there. She's like, I don't want to go back to Savannah. I've been there for so long, yada, yada, yada. I was like, well, goddamn, you're just cutting my knees out from under me. I found a place I like, and you want to take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you, because like you said that you were in the, in the military, right? So I do want to ask you a question really fast, because this is something that I've always had on my mind. This is to ask someone who was in the military. Yeah. 
How do you feel when people say thank you for your service when they see you? Like, does that get old? Or, how does that work? <laughs> Great question, because we talk about this all the time. Whenever I say I'm, I was in the military, just, oh, thank you for your service. For years, <laughs> for years, I felt awkward about it because the way I looked at it, I was like, this is a job that I chose to do. This is what I get paid for. So, I mean, you know, along the lines of firefighters and everything like that, this is a job that field that they chose to go into. So it's like, for me personally, it's just like, I do this every day. This is what I'm paid to do. I mean, there's no weird things about it. But when somebody says that to you, for the longest, I just felt awkward and weird about it. But my father is also a veteran. Mm -hmm. And me and him went out, he put it, he kind of put it all into perspective for me without even <laughs> knowing that he was doing it for me. We went out to eat, and he had his veteran hat on, and I just freshly retired, so I put my veteran hat on so I could be like my father. <laughs> yeah. And we're sitting down, we're eating and everything, and somebody come up to the table, and they went to him because he's the old grizzled vet, and I'm just a young dude with a funny hat on. And he, they were like, uh, thank you for your service. And he was like, thank you for your support. And I was like, wow. I never really thought about saying that. <laughs> Because yeah. it's like, because uh, it was always like the awkward, you're welcome or thank you. And him just saying that, you know, it just kind of like, all right, this is what I'll say from now on. Because, I mean, they're, they're thanking me for a thing that I do and I'm thanking them for a thing that they're doing for me. So that's what I say from then on. Thank you for your support. See, my dad's the same way because he was in the Air Force. He was in the Air Force for about seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we lived in New York, upstate New York, no one ever said anything when he wore his hat or his shirt or whatever. No yeah. no one gave a crap up there. We moved to Myrtle Beach about five years ago, and oh, every boy. time he wears that hat, it's constantly, thank you for your service. Like, constantly. And mm -hmm. he loves it. He eats that up. Yeah, and, you, think it's it would, great. and you would think it would be up, different up there in New York after what happened, you know, but... Mm. New Yorkers are rude historically from what I've told. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers just have a very short memory, and that's the problem with them. Yeah. It's like they had this one short span where everyone was on board, everyone was on the same page when 9-11 hit, and everyone was like, yeah, America, 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 and it lasted for a short time, and then it was just over with, and now everyone's on separate pages, and it's like, can't we remember where we were? What, like, what? how long has it been? Like 20 years now, right? Just about yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And we're so split now. It's it's insane. So where the hell are you from? I am from Lake Charles, Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, how y'all doing down there? <laughs> we's, we's getting along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so the whole the trail back around or whatever, the whole thing about figuring out where we was going to live at to talk about this pool. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's like, you got family in. Houston. That's where I am now. And, um, you know, Houston is only two hours away from your home, you know, of Lake Charles. And, you know, you'd be close to your family, but not too close to home. You know, you just something happened or whatever, because your parents, my parents are older. They're in the 80s and 70s and shit. And um, <clears throat> you're just like, you're close enough to where you, you can be farther enough away. I said, that makes sense. So we uh, visited my brother here in Houston when we was moving. And we got we, we liked it. She got a job here first, and then I was a kept man. I got to stay home and sleep in late, and everything. I put the kids on the bus and fixed lunches and shit. I love that shit. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I was you for a short time, and I enjoyed it. 
And then after eight months of it, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> I had to go, I had to go work. But, um, we rented a home for a while and then we, um, went ahead and after I got a job, put up a couple of paychecks, look for a house to stay. Now I've had a, I've owned a house before in my former life. And I say my former life before I met my wife and, um, she never owned a house. So this was going to be our first house. And me, I don't give a shit. As long as I can, you know, have a corner to put my shit in and I can sleep and eat some food and things, I'm I'm okay. I, I mean, exactly. you know, m- military does that to you. You know, you give me some sticks and a tarp, I'll make a tent and I'll just sleep in that shit. And <laughs> yeah. so I told her, look, we got a whole list of houses that you picked out. Don't fall in love with the first house you see. Because there's plenty of other ones we got to see, and you might like the next one more than the other one, and so on and so forth. I told us like we can't jump on the first house that we see that we like. So I'm speaking like a true veteran. <laughs> <laughs> so first house we roll up to, loud noise in the house. It's just like rumbling and all kind of stuff. It's like what the fuck is that? The sellers were smart. They have a theater room that they built in the house upstairs. And they were playing movies on it. They just left it on intentionally. They can't, you know, add a little flair, pizzazz to the house. Wow. <laughs> Me and my wife love movies. I have a, a, a sh- shelves up there with like over 1,500 Blu-ray and DVDs. We love movies. He's got a movies and he's got a pool. So <laughs> we, hear this, we hear this rumbling. We go upstairs. She opened up the double doors. Big fucking leather chairs, projector. And all kind of other crap. A bona fide theater room. And she's wow. like, this is she's like, this is what I always wanted. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we I was like, all right, we gotta move to we gotta leave the moving room. We gotta walk around, look at the rest of the house. So we looking around, looking around. Then we go in the backyard, very small. I hate grass. I hate it with a passion. So the front yard is very small. And then we go into the backyard, motherfucking pool. Mm. She's like, Oh God, I always wanted a pool. Shit. <laughs> so, and this is the first house. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. Um, you know, we got three other houses to look at today. She's like, I know, but it has a theater room and a pool is what I want. And she can't swim, which I don't understand why the fuck she want a pool. Oh, and, <laughs> and she and she was like, um, I like this one. I was like, okay, well, let's go look at the other houses. So we go to the second house. And we never went beyond that because you wanted the first one. So that's how we wound up here with a fucking pool and a goddamn <laughs> theater room, which I don't mind. It's just in hindsight, that fucking pool is a bitch to maintain. And it's just like, it's too much for me. So is that we, had a- to pay, we had to pay somebody to fuck around with it or whatnot. And every time something wrong with it, I got to call somebody. I hate the shit. It's just a pain in my goddamn ass, and I would have just rather had an extra large tub, and I could put some ice cubes in that shit <laughs> just pretend. Well, is that an in-ground pool or an above-ground pool? In-ground. In- see, oh, shit. Oh, man, he's living the life. Is famous, man. <laughs> Holy goddamn hell. Oh, it's, now, it's just because it's Texas. <laughs> now, now, she fell in love with the two features of the house. How's the rest of the house? Is the rest of the house just as nice as the two features she liked? Well, see, that's the thing about it, because every house that we lived in historically since we've been together, there's always been a place for my things to where it be a dining room that we never used. I can put my shit in there, whether it be a spare room, I can put my shit in there. But this house, because of the theater room, 
I had nowhere to put my shit. Because if you ever been into a house, like a two-story house, and sometimes you go upstairs, there's just like this open area. It's almost like another living room upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I call it the room of defeat. Yeah, so that's what was in this house, but they walled it off and made a theater room. So that would have been my area to put all my shit, my TV, my computer, my games, my memorabilia from the military, all my junk, my trash, all that stuff. That's why I would have put my things, but there's a goddamn theater room up there. And, <laughs> you know, first world problems, but I didn't have a place to put my shit. So when COVID rolled around, we couldn't go nowhere, still can't go nowhere for, for the most part, but me, me and my wife was always in, in each other's ass, up under each other's arms. And we got in an argument. And I got pissed because I couldn't go nowhere. And <laughs> I didn't have a place with my shit in it. And I can't go in the goddamn theater room because everybody want to go watch goddamn movies. So, <laughs> Wait, but you I guys went, are in Texas. I, I thought you guys were free in Texas. <laughs> uh, yes and no. We, we, I mean, it's Texas. They do what the fuck they want. But anyway, that's another story. So I got mad. And I went to Home Depot and bought a whole bunch of lumber and I built a room in the garage. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, so what you do, like, put, like a bunch of shelving up and put like all your, your uh, plaques and trophies and awards and medals and stuff like that up in there? Well, I, 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 I walled off a 7 by 10 corner of the garage and I made a desk. I got my computers in here. I got a TV. I got all my man cave shit in here. I'm just like, y'all can have the house. I'm staying in here. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> Good nice. for you, man. That's nice. I got nowhere to hide. So I'm looking for some hints and some tips. Here Dude. in South Carolina by the beach, we have a very small house. I mean, everything in this area is a beach house. It's, what, 2,500 square feet. Mm-hmm. We have a nice big backyard, but it's just pretty empty. We have, like, a grill that just kind of sits there. 2,500 square? Where the fuck do you think we live? <laughs> well, where did where, you get the rest of these footage from? Sir, <laughs> like, where is that? They count the backyard as, as square footage when you look at our lot on, uh, what the hell is that website? Trulia.com, or the hell it is? Oh, man, it, you can't count the outside as the inside. The freaking, I, it gives us credit for 2,500 square feet. I'm going to take that extra inch, goddammit. Yeah, because, I mean, if you have to sell or whatever, that's a good feature to have. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, these people yeah. may come, the ones that are going to buy our house, they may come with, with like, a what's a, like a yardstick, and they might just try to measure the whole house. <laughs> They're be like, hey, you're sure to be about 1,200 feet. I'm going to say, count the outside, bitch. Count the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to find a place. I got nowhere to hide in this household. Everywhere I go is occupied by some feminine product or something. You have oh. the master bedroom. That's all you need. The master bedroom has all your shit here. Yeah, exactly. That's why I had. To, that's why I had to vacate to the garage, man. Listen, I didn't have a garage. Listen, now I'm only in here to sleep and to do the podcast. And God forbid I get clapped out. That is it. <laughs> That is it. There you, there you go. You, 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 you got, you got a point out there that I wanted to address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does clapping mean what I think it means? Yes, it yes, does. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, <sighs> so there you go. Because I, I heard the phrase, I heard the phraseology, and I wasn't hundred percent sure. But w- would you like to let the listeners know? <laughs> yeah, basically, clapping it out means just fucking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Oh. I'm not sure if we're allowed to use the F word on this show, but we use it plenty on ours. It's actually yeah, uh, it's no fucking problem at all. No fucking problem <laughs> to use the F word at all. <laughs> Yeah, we've been doing this thing now for about two years. <clears throat> Has it been about two years now? Two years now. Yeah, yeah uh, 2019, uh, around February or so, from what I've seen, right? 
It started in December on SoundCloud with. Okay, so you switched over to Podbean later, right? Yeah. I was an okay. aspiring rapper. I started off on on uh, SoundCloud apparently. <laughs> Oh my I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, hear, I, I listen to a little bit of your podcast, or whatever. And you you just be laying down bars, man. Just like I, I don't I don't know why you're not signed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should I be better than half the things they put out on the radio nowadays? Bro, oh, you oh, know what? To that to that point, I'm sit I was sitting here in the office yesterday. You know, we live in a world of technology and all these other shenanigans and whatnot. I just discovered what Google Home was, so I thought it was a pretty cool, neat thing. I put one in my office, and I was like, hey, I'm not going to say it because it's going to hear me and start doing shit. But I was like, hey, machine, play some hip-hop. And it's like, sure, here's a list. Then the shit that it said was hip-hop did not bear any resemblance to hip-hop that I knew of. And I was like, what the fuck is this garbage? And it was just like three songs back-to-back right off the top sounded exactly the same, but it was three different people. And I was like, what? Are you sure? You sure this isn't what? What is this hip hop that you speak of? <laughs> well, hip hop's a pretty broad term because when I think of hip hop, I think of like old school, like fun, like uh, like Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like fun, like you can jump up and down to it, like a kid and play soundtrack, like something like something like that. I don't think of like rap music mm-hmm. that they say nowadays is like hip hop. Like that's to me, that's rap music. Hip hop is more like fun stuff. Like you can jump around, you can play it in front of your kids, you can have well, a good time. Well, this was not fun, and I would not play this in front of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to jump around other than to jump up and down on top of my Google machine to make it stop. <laughs> Give us an example. What it play? I, I couldn't even identify it. It's just like some It was sounded like singing, but it also sounded like a cat was drowning in water. <laughs> well, there's something really weird about that too, because like they, these things listen to you all the time, and I found it really weird because last night when I was at work, I had a bag of pistachios, and I was eating pistachios, and I oh, asked, well, I already like, know oh, where you're going." <laughs> well, I, I asked, like, "I'm like, hey, do you want a bag?" I was like, "Hey, do you want to have some of my pistachios? I have too many. I had to buy a big bag because that's all I had. Do you, you want to share some?" He said, "No, I'm okay." I put it down. About two hours later, I'm just scrolling through the feed because I got a message from one of the listeners of the show. And I opened up the Instagram page, and what was there? An advertisement for pistachios. Pistachios, exactly. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Fucking yeah. bag that I had in my possession. It was that same bag. And I'm like, wait. And I go to my coworker. I'm like, hey, we were just talking about pistachios about an hour and a half, two hours ago. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, look at this. And I showed him the phone. and said, advertisement for pistachios. Either this shit is Nostradamus, or it's listening on all of our conversations. Oh, it is. It's, it's no doubt about it, man. It's just like it's another form of a it's like data mining where they can tailor advertisements to you, the consumer, to get you to buy shit. You know, it's and it's I mean, I'm pretty sure it's used for something else. But I mean, I don't give a fuck. I ain't talking about nothing illegal or harming anybody, or anything like that. So, I mean, listen, you might hear me clapping some cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh man! Well, last my, night I got one in my bedroom too. I was like, "Yeah, they would have heard me." <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what if you and your spouse are in some really kinky shit? Oh my god! And like they hear you saying something horrible to her, but like this is you guys having fun, having foreplay, and then the cops show up at your door saying, "Like, hey, we want to, you know, like I heard the girl saying choke me, and then you choked her, <laughs> so now we're here for an assault." And oh, then you're god. like, "Wait a second, that was just, you know, my thing being a narc." That's you know the little speaker in the corner. Yeah. 
You have no idea to tell like what's sarcasm, what's real, and what's fake if you have to go by what a machine says. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to use that. I'm glad you brought that up. They come to the door. I'm in my towel. They're like we heard some assault. I was like, it was my my Google narc, and they was like, oh, thank you, sir. Enjoy your evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man. And my wife here, like, like, what happened with you on Facebook about that cruise thing we were talking about? Oh, this happened about three years ago, maybe two years ago, because I think I did talk about it on, on the show, that I went to visit my father one day, and we were just having a normal conversation out on the, the back porch or whatever, and we were talking about um, taking a family trip down to Disney, mm-hmm. and how cool it would be, and how much fun it would be, or whatever. And a couple hours later, it showed up on as a Facebook ad. I was so freaking pissed off. And ever since then, I've been saying that these devices are listening. And finally, the nerd here is starting to, like, realize it. Like, Siri pops on whenever she wants. Like, you don't even have to say, hey, Siri. She just pops on for no reason at all and just starts talking. I shut it off completely. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm, I'm just done with it. Because one day, because I say a lot of horrible shit. <laughs> we get into politics a lot in our show, and man, I yeah. like if, if, if Siri reported half the shit I said, I think uh, I, I don't think good. I'd be here right now. I, I think I'd be in a, some kind of a prison with the rest of the people that want to have free speech in this world. <laughs> I think that's where I'd be. Yeah, um, and that's another interesting thing too, or whatever. We don't have to get too deep into it or whatever, but it's just like I pay attention, but I don't really pay attention. And one of the things about um your your um, appointment requests that I was looking through or whatever, they had the um. You can find your show on uh, what is that? The shit, uh, parlor or whatever. And I just heard the what a couple yeah. days ago or today or sometime or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I hear shit secondhand because I don't pay attention that they shut parlor down. So I don't know too much about the platform other than what bad people. I mean, not bad people, but what bad shit people say about it. What is that app? Because I I really don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, just to give you a quick rundown of it, I mean, it's really no different than Twitter, except for it doesn't say what people want to hear in the mm-hmm. mainstream media. Now, I go on well, there. So, I mean, Twitter is that, but they'll exactly. like, hi block you or some shit. <laughs> well, there was a tweet, and just to give you a quick example here about Twitter, where they banned Donald Trump for supposedly inciting, you know, violence. But they, well, yeah, they should have did that before this anyway. But yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> He's just been saying some horrible shit the whole time, but yeah. they had a tweet from Soleimani about extracting revenge and attacking the U.S. That's still up there. So it's like, do we draw the line on people we don't like because they don't agree with our agenda, or do we? I mean, like, where does the line get drawn at that point? Yeah, it should be across the board instead of you know, exactly. I got you. So Parler is is the alternative site, and it it, it seems like a lot of people that just want to say whatever they want, go to that site because there really isn't that much moderation there. And I went over there just because I got sick of the whole Twitter seems like, you know, it's a groupthink where if you don't say the popular thing of the week, you're basically shunned, you get banned, you get suspended. Well, we got we got completely kicked off of there. Yeah, because I said Joey dipshit instead of Joe Biden. I call him Joey dipshit. They banned us. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I went not- to, yeah, and I can confirm this because I went to look you up and I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> what did you do? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, am I looking at Trump account? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got banned before Trump. All right, so there you go. I mean, we like, did it before it was cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and like, we don't subscribe to any notion either left or right. Is this we subscribe to the common sense theory where yeah, you got to exactly. have common sense? And and I think that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be parties or whatever. It's just the candidate or the person that is best for the job. 
Exactly. And, you know, and, and, and that's what Parlor is, basically. It's just basically a place for people to talk. Of course, you're going to have morons. I mean, like some people are saying, hey, we got to keep fighting until the end. Oh, these people are evil. And it's like, no, it's not really like that. I just want to have a conversation with people. That's what our show is all about, having conversations, whether they differ, whether they're on the same page, whatever. I mean, we just like to talk to different people. And just and just at the end of the conversation, we agree to disagree. You don't have that anywhere. I felt like Parler was pretty close to that, but now they're extreme, too. So, yeah. It's, it, you, there really is no free speaking place. No, no, no. Because, I mean, there's always going to be someone with an opinion. But, I mean, that's the thing about it is, like, you should be able to say to say what you want to an extent, you know, as long as you ain't, you know, threatening the motherfucker. But, yeah. you know, it's just we can agree. We can agree and disagree with somebody and still be cool i mean or civil about shit or whatever it's just like if you had a bad take on something that you know i didn't agree with i mean i mean that's just what that is it's just not like you know i don't know it's fucking weird this place is weird this planet is weird <laughs> that's the thing man it's, it's it's insane and i would never say anything to someone over the microphone that i wouldn't say to their face mm-hmm. so it's like if we're one of those people who like gets on the keyboard, you know, like they type on Twitter, they say these horrible things and then they have troll accounts and then they'll just sit there and attack people and they'll hop on their other account and agree with themselves. Well, to me, that's a coward. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. that's not even safe anymore. Cause I mean, there's even, there's been instances um, called uh, swatting. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh yeah. But, I know all about it. Oh yeah. Then kids will be online playing it with each other, talking shit as you do online. And the motherfucker, daggone, get their IP address, find out where they live, and, you know, call the cops and say they're doing some shit over there. And motherfuckers have gotten shot <laughs> for that fact. It's just, it's just yeah. crazy. I don't see why you would talk shit to anybody on the internet, regardless. Because, I mean, I would I would feel more comfortable talking shit to somebody in their face. Because, I mean, we can settle it up right then and there and be done with it exactly. or whatever. But, damn, you get online, and there's some smart motherfuckers in this world. And they'll freaking find you and they'll just ruin you rather than, you know, mm-hmm. just being done with it or whatever. They'll get your IP address. They'll get your account. They'll do this and this. They'll just yep. try to hurt you and your credibility. And I don't, ugh, it's just. You can't even do anything anymore. And it's, and it's messed up because it's not even just random people on the internet, like random encounters you might have on Twitter, Instagram, or any of these other uh, social media platforms. It's people in general. Like, if you have a camera and you get it posted to World Star, you get it posted to CNN or Fox News, people will identify you off of these mainstream sites that will yeah. broadcast your shit to millions of people. And they're asking for people to to, to find these people. Like, the people that were, uh, you know, a- attacking the Congress and they were sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair and they saw her laptop, they posted the guy's picture and said, find him. It's like, go find him, minions. And now the guy's in prison <laughs> because, yeah. like, these unpaid, these unpaid assassins of the government, you know, it's just crazy. And it's it's in certain things or whatever. If um, I feel like, let's just say, you know, you, you talk about world star hip hop or whatever. I'm not gonna sit here and bash on them as a company or whatever because you do what you do to survive and make your money or whatever the case may be. But the instance of you being a bystander, or, you know, in an incident, rather than to help or try to defuse the situation, you choose to pull out your camera and film it. And just let the violence or whatever the case may be go on. I think you should be charged for that. What do you mm-hmm. think? 
Ooh, I, that's a tough one. I mean, it depends. I know, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, all right, you and your wife was out. You joined, you just finished enjoying a great steak dinner or whatever, you know, type of delicacy that you enjoy together. And you're about to go home. You got a cup of drinks and you're about to do some, some clapping. Oh, and um, you just roll up on a guy beating shit out of his lady. Instead of intervening for whatever the reason may be, why they're fighting or whatever the case may be. You pull out your phone and you just record the incident. Yes, you know. Yeah. I, I would never do that. See, that's what I'm saying. But there's people that do do that. And there's mm-hmm. other places that they'll post that shit to online and they'll just let it fly all over the internet. Because this is, I'm not describing nothing that I have not seen online. No. And, the problem is people are all about the like button, the share button, the retweet button, the as much attention as they can get. I, 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 I hate social media. I hate social media so much. <laughs> but we do a podcast. Yeah. That involves social media. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and, and I leave all the social media crap to him. Yeah. I'm not on any of it. I'll do the podcast or whatever, and, and that's it. I, I just, like, ugh. Well, just to get back to his point here, like, I do agree, like, in some circumstances, the person recording is worse, but in some circumstances, that's the best thing you could do. Now, with the example that you used, Rob, the one where a guy is beating up his girl, of course you have to intervene and, and maybe not record that. Like, maybe say, hey, stop hitting her. And that's when you get involved personally. But if we're well, having I mean, a state even, center, even if you don't, gun, I record that shit because I'm yeah. like, get shot. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't physically um, intervene or whatever, I mean, you say something, you shout, you make your presence known, you call the cops or whatever. Yeah. Maybe take a picture if you can. But don't go on live. Don't video it. Don't upload yeah. it to the fucking internet. You save that shit for the authorities, and you give that to them, and let them do what they're gonna do with it. Right. You know, that that's yeah. that's what you should do. You know. Yeah, because the first question the cops ask is, "Do you have a description?" No, I have a picture. I have a video. Exactly. I mean, yeah. see, that's that's helpful. But to you know, put it online, be like, "Look at these motherfuckers right here." <laughs> you beat the shit out of her. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them will make the cases worse because they'll be in the background screaming and, and shouting and cheering the, the, the person on. And that's what you see with these fights. Mm-hmm. You see people getting the shit kicked out of them and a bunch of people screaming and egging them on and jumping up and down. And they all got their phones out. And what does that do? That makes the performers or a.k.a. the fighters fight even harder and do worse things to get more likes. They want to get Internet famous. We've talked about a lot of them, though. We, we talked about the one team that got the shit beat out of them yeah. and thrown out a fucking window. Yeah. yeah. Did you and see they that videotaped one, that and put that online. Like, that was a cool thing to do. Yeah. No, did you see that one, Rob? No, I didn't see that. Oh, there was this Lord. video of this kid. He was a young white male. Uh, he was getting the crap beat out of him by a group of people. And some girl in the background was saying, who cares about him? Who cares about him? Mm-hmm. They beat this kid's ass. They stomped on him. And then he threw him out of a second story window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then when, they, I, when, uh, when you say throw him out of a window, I thought it was like some movie Western bar shit or whatever. They're like, yeah, get out of here. You <laughs> roll, roll on the ground and shit. <laughs> well, it was nah, they threw this motherfucker out of a second story window. <laughs> Yeah. Like they picked his lifeless body up and like dropped him out of the window. It wasn't like glamorous, like a John Wayne movie or anything like that. It was just him just getting dropped. And they filmed him afterwards, and he was like not even there. He was like stumbling over his words. He couldn't understand where the hell he was, and he was dirty, ripped shirt, blood all over him and shit. Yeah, that's attempted murder right there. I mean, and you put that out and you videotape it, everybody in that whole situation should it. be found and tried. Yeah. That's just the age we live in, man. Do you have kids? 
Yes, it scares the shit out of me. I was just going to ask you, how do you feel about raising the kids in this world where all they have is, is, is internet? It's technology. I mean, because like we, cause we in the same age bracket. You, what are you, I think you're 38, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. You did research. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm I'm the same age. I, I'll be going closer to that hill uh, in March. So I have a 20-year-old. She just bought her first car a couple of days ago. And clapping early, huh? <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes, was, I did. Yes, he, I did. He, he was making an count. Yes, I was just like, I want to get it over with. I want, I want to ha- be a young grandpa if I ever be one of those. How but, I that? Um, that you're right. They grew up with this stuff, as opposed to us, to where we watched the technology come to come into existence, right? And we kind of adapted with it. You know, some people just shunned it off because I know. Some people podcasts have been around over ten years, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I do a podcast." Be like, "What the fuck is a podcast? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? We the same age? How you not know what a podcast is?" You know? <laughs> I didn't know what a podcast was until I think three years ago. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I had mean, no idea. It's, it's, it's weird, right? <laughs> I'm not but, like found out about these things. Yeah, but but even then, it's just like I have three kids. I have the twenty year old. Well, she'd be uh, 20, uh, what, next week? And then I got my son, who's uh, he just turned 18 in December. He'll be graduating this year. Mm. And then I got the old teeny tiny 10-year-old <laughs> and shit that won't graduate till 2028. My fault. I was clapping. <laughs> Is her <laughs> name whoops? Oh <laughs> Close oh enough. <laughs> but well, oddly enough, that one was planned. But, oh, shit. Yeah. Just like my wife, this is her first house. That was her first child. I've already had two, so I was a veteran in the situation, so I had to coach you into it as well. I was like, you can't fall in love with the first child. <laughs> Just like the house story, right? <laughs> but, all right. Oh, but, but yeah, I, I got to watch them kind of like they gravitate more toward the old shit rather than some of the stuff they have now, and I think that's pretty cool because the 10-year-old, we went to Walmart and did you know they make the organ trail in a handheld now? What? I saw that. I saw it. Yeah, I didn't they know have it that. at the Walmart. They have. I I think I might have mentioned it in passing. We were Christmas yes. shopping at Walmart. There, there's yeah. a handheld game for the organ trail. They just made it like a little digital handheld. Yeah. And my child, the ten year old, seen it, and she's like, "What is this? What is this or- organ trail?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a game I used to play when I was a kid. And she's like, I must buy this right now. (laughs) And literally, that's how she talks. So she bought it. And she, that's one of the things. She has a Nintendo Switch. She got a daggone Xbox and all this other tablets and all this other shit. And she still plays that fucking organ trail game. And it's just like. Awesome. Hmm. I wish our kids were more like that. They won't play video games. It's their iPad and their iPhone. And that's it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was going to ask him, though, too, because, like, his kid was mentioned about the Oregon Trail, and I was going to ask you, because you mentioned that your kid has a Switch. Our kids both have Switches, and they have all the games that I grew up with, just about, yeah. on Nintendo and NES format. Do your kids gravitate towards that stuff besides Oregon Trail? Because ours hate everything that we used to like. <laughs> what, you know, what the youngest one does, she likes the Nintendo games on there, the Super Nintendo games that they throw up there. I often catch up playing a lot of the older stuff. And even... That's nice. Um, even um, when my wife told her, like, because, um, you know, we got all these streaming apps and, you know, all this other crap. My wife would 
casually mention like, oh, I used to watch this cartoon when I was young. And she would sit there and binge watch all the seasons of that show because we used to watch it, you know, when we were young. Wow. So she's that's amazing. So she likes nostalgia and all kind of stuff. My boy, he just likes to numb his mind with games and other stuff to not do work. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was the same way, so I can't get too mad. <laughs> but the There's a for- generational thing, too, that happens where, like, our parents would always say, like, oh, you guys got VCRs. You guys have TV. You guys yeah. have more than three channels. And it's it, it feels like they took a much bigger gap from when our parents gave birth to us and we gave birth to our kids because they have a lot more. And, and I'm just not sound like the old guy here now because, I mean, like, they really do. It's not just, like, three channels. It's not a VCR. They've got computers. They've got the World Wide Web. Do you they've know, got everything they're growing up with. You know how excited I used to get when the AOL disc would come in the mail? Oh, the 30 the, free days. The, the 30 free days. When it was a 90, holy shit. Holy yes. crap. It was like fucking Christmas in the mailbox when mm-hmm. that freaking thing came in. I was yeah, so yeah. excited. And it now was crazy. Like, whatever. And it was crazy back then, too, to where, like, the way the market was and how companies sold and marketed things. You can get 30 AOL trial discs, and all 30 of them will work. Now to where you... Damn, you have to make 30 different email accounts to try to make that shit work. Yeah. But, <laughs> but still, you can get 30 AOL discs and all 30 of them will work and you use them all and not essentially pay for goddamn uh, internet. Yeah. And it, it, just think about this as well. The first television or, you know, when television got popular was 1928. I just Googled it, so I didn't know that off the top of my head. <laughs> my father was born in 1932. So that's only a couple years before he was born that they had TV. So even his parents before him were like, we didn't have TV. You grew up with TV or whatever. I I, I don't even know back then if they had a TV. But just saying, like, time-wise, that's weird. And then my grandmother is a couple years older than him, which is, that's a whole nother weird story. But, because he's 10 years older than my mom, so that's... that's, Wow. A lot of clapping going on. Oh, yeah, but... (laughs) That's just weird to think, just time-wise. Is 1928, TV came out. 1932, my father was born. 88-year-old man now, and here I am, 38. And it's just, he's done seen some a lot of shit. And I'm just thinking to when I get to the point in my life to where I'm that age, our shit is going pale in comparison to what our grandkids will have possibly you know the world don't blow up in apocalypse or whatever the fuck yeah. going on. <laughs> I mean, you see like that's where i think differently because i don't think that we're as forward thinking as they were back then i feel like they strive to get more but i think we set our goals too high now and i think that these are some impossible tasks we're trying to accomplish like like Living fucking, on Mars? Yeah, you know, like Elon Musk wants to live on Mars. Mm-hmm. It's something I bitch about all the time. Did you ever see the movie? And I know you did because you got 1,500 goddamn films in your household. <laughs> a movie theater and a fucking Olympic-sized <laughs> swimming pool. I bet Michael Phelps is, 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 is practicing right now for the next Olympics in your backyard. Hey, man, Simone Biles lived down the street from me. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I wouldn't doubt it, rich man. No, I, I'm, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear That's, to God. I, I, her gym, they... they they made a gym in her honor or she donated and had a gym built less than a mile away from my house. Her picture is big plastered all on the shit. And I, bet I was just like, too, and I bet you paid for it. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> and I was just, well, I, I didn't taxes, but I was just like, 
I was like, wow, I didn't know Simone Biles was from here. That's because I'm I'm not from Texas. I moved here. I retired here. And I was just like, wow, that's cool. We live in a neighborhood to where she got a gym. That's awesome. And then I go to Walmart. And she's just walking around with a big ass, you know, the big things of toilet paper. And she like four foot something. She's real short. And the <laughs> shit is about as tall as her. And I'm just like, is that Simone Biles? <laughs> and I know it's her because I see a big ass billboard picture on the gym every time I go to work. I pass by and I was like, that's motherfucking Simone Biles. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So have you seen the movie Total Recall? Of course. Of okay. Course. So you saw the part where the wall cracked and everyone's brains exploded once the error hit them, right? Yes. Why the fuck does anyone want to try to colonize Mars if they've seen that movie? Seriously, like, I, I just don't see that as being a feasible option. Maybe you can explain it. Like, how is that a feasible option? I cannot. <laughs> how, how would you expect him to explain that? I just want anyone to. If Elon <laughs> Musk is the richest man on the planet right now because he just surpassed Jeff Bezos and he wants to colonize Mars, how the fuck is that going to be an option for people that can't breathe that air? Like, we can't live there. We, we physically can't. There's no possible way this ever works or makes sense. And not only that, it's just like, say they did find a way, like how long they've been working on it. Because this is not something you just wake up and be like, all right, I'm going to live on Mars tomorrow. Right. So they had to figure out a material that can, you know, freaking survive up there and not degrade over time. They had to figure out how to get there, which I th they've done already. They got to figure out how to freaking maintain themselves as they build said structures to house us in normal life every day up there. So, I mean, this is not something that just came up overnight. This is something they've been working on for a long, 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 long time. Unless technology, because I mean, what you see, what we see for commercial grade use or whatever is just what we see because we are the consumer, we're the customer. Right. You know, so we only know about what we see. Who knows about the shit that they got that we don't know about, that we don't see. You know, there's always an advanced something of something out there. Like, let's just say uh, what uh, the Internet has been around for a long time, but it just became commercialized and, you know, consumer based for us. So we can use it in our homes or whatever. But there was a version of the Internet before it became available to the public. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how long had that been around before? It was like, all right, we can monetize and sell this shit now. So. That's all I'm saying. They they've perfected something or got something close enough to where they can go to fucking Mars in a suit or whatever the case may be, stand the environment, build a structure, and live inside said structure and be fine. This See, is they, know, weird. they know a hell of a lot more than they ever let on. Yeah, because my, my theory not is a random idea that they can't be. They they had to have gone there multiple times and figured yeah. it out by now. My theory is that uh, freaking Elon Musk is a, like a freaking uh, supervillain. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. a real life Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor like or whatever. You know, in the public, he's like, yeah, I'm a good guy. And then as soon as you close the door, he got like a red room of death and he fucking sacrificing a couple kids <laughs> and this, to the gods of technology and shit or something. I don't know. He's just got like a. a Fortress of Solitude somewhere where he recharges his batteries because he is not even human. He's a Tesla machine too. I don't know. <laughs> now, how about I throw something at you real quick, all right? And I know you're rich. You, you got the just, pool. I'm just telling the, I'm, I got a, a sauna. 
you probably got a football field in your backyard. You probably got the Lakers practicing in your Olympic size uh, basketball court in your in your basement. <laughs> Get some tinfoil because I'm about to rock your world right now. Okay, oh, let me turn let me turn my uh, let me turn my Google Home off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no ads for this later about Elon Musk and all this other stuff. <laughs> now I am not a conspiracy person. Okay, and I don't believe in a lot of things. I don't believe in a higher being. I don't believe in a lot of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But I do like where you're going here with the whole fact that they were preconditioning at us from the start. What if this COVID vaccine is a way to precondition our bodies and alter our DNA to where we could yeah. live on Mars and colonize? They're like, maybe it changes everything where we I can live. I see what there. you're saying. I see what you're saying. They're really forcing us on the, They're forcing this shit on us for a reason. And all of a sudden, they're bringing about aliens. Oh, all of a sudden, aliens exist. We have sightings of aliens, and now they're making it seem real. And now Elon Musk is the richest man, and he's talking about colonizing Mars. And now these vaccines, you have to fucking have it for a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate. What is the reason? They're all tied together. They have to be. And I'm going to take my my, uh, uh, aluminum mask off here. All right, I'm going to turn my um, Google back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point. I mean, that's something that I hadn't even really put any thought into. I mean, but that's an interesting theory. That's another way to look at things. Because, I mean, there's going to have to be some kind of give. You ain't just going to be a regular motherfucker just go up there and like, I live on Mars now. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> I ain't going to be able to go on to uh, freaking uh, was that, uh, I don't know, whatever your realtor website is and be like, hmm, alright, this one looks good here in Houston. <laughs> But what about this one in on the on the far side of Mars here? Can, can, can I get a viewing for this one? <laughs> and now here me and my wife is in our spacesuits and she'll be like, all right, we got three other uh, space pods to look at. Now, don't fall in love with the first space pod you see. <laughs> <laughs> but this one has a movie theater. This one's an A-Track God player. Damn. <laughs> it just yeah, feels This one really- has a hologram generator in it. This one has a... <laughs> It's, I mean, it just feels really weird. Like, what's wrong with the planet that we live on now? There's so much undiscovered space and things that we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of. Oh, Why do we have to leave now? Do they know something that we don't? Yeah, they planet? know that we're fucking it up and it's going to mm-hmm. eventually deteriorate. That's why they're already looking to go somewhere else. So why go fuck now, up another one? <laughs> just build another one? <laughs> so why, why go fuck up another one? I mean, like, so let's go fuck Mars up and do the same exact thing. I just, I, just hope for, I just hope for the sake of it that, like, me and my generation is long gone. That's like, what I'm hoping. Shit happened. Take me. I've never wanted to die more than I do now. Take <laughs> me now before the shit happens, please. I don't know about that, but it's just like, I don't know, it's weird to think about that, like, potentially my grandkids or my great-grandkids could be living on Mars. That's I don't crazy. think it's going to happen unless they take that COVID vaccine that, that uh, gives them those special gills that absorb whatever the hell's out there. <laughs> gills. <terms of> oxygen. It's <laughs> the goddamn gills, right? I, I, ju- I, I just. This planet is going to turn into Water World or something. Oh, see, you see, I can understand us living in the ocean better because at least it's here and we can access it easier. I mean, I just don't understand how the hell we're going to colonize a planet that we can't breathe on. I mean, like, you can't even visit Mars or. or uh, the freaking moon without a goddamn spacesuit on, or we have to wear spacesuits all the time, and and who charges it? You have to get batteries in there every second yes, of the look. day. Like, uh, yeah, I, I just <laughs> there's so many questions that have to be asked about this. Elon Musk, if you're out there, oh Jesus, reach out to us and and just let us know, you alien bastard. Yeah, don't kill. What us. the hell we have just, to do? Just talk to us. 
Yeah, please, please do. I mean, this is just so weird. I, I just don't get it. I don't know if I'm just old. If, if I'm just, like, small-minded, I, I just can't grasp the concept. And that's, the, and, and, that, and that's the thing about it, though. Nobody's questioning it. It's just like, Elon Musk said you want to go to Mars. That seems that seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck you mean you want to go to Mars? <laughs> I mean, like... I can't ride a ride without getting sick. There ain't no way I'm flying to Mars. Yeah. And then it's not like, you know, I can hop my local Greyhound or some shit and be there in a couple of hours. Nah, this is like years to get there and shit. There's just so many stupid things that we have to deal with here on this planet that I can't see as traveling to another planet and making... To, so to bring it with you. <laughs> yeah, there's 330 million Americans. There's billions of people on the planet. How the hell are we going to get everyone over to Mars? And how do we know Mars can 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 take that many people in? Like, how do we know it, it could sustain us all? Instagram influencers. Take all of them. Yeah, exactly. Get, just Mars. <laughs> get rid get of all those Mars. idiots. <laughs> I love that scene. <clears throat> There's just so much that we don't know. And I don't want to know it. I, I like what we have here. We have a good thing going. You know, like, why can't we just make it better? Why can't we just all get along? Why can't we just make this thing work somehow? It's, Instead of trying to have it somewhere else. And speaking of things that I don't know, um, why why'd you decide to start a podcast? Because from what what I what I figure what I what I'm looking at here what I'm what I'm thinking about is you had the idea and she tagged along for the ride. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, pretty much. He's going to agree with that, but <laughs> no, no. whoa, that's not how that went down. All right, well, you tell the story since you have a better memory than I did. Oh, the, and, uh, that, that was see that was that was my ingenious plan to get you to. Yeah. Rob just doesn't want me clapping tonight. That's the problem. Because that's not happening anyways. But that's besides the point. Well, he we were discussing it, Mm -hmm. and he really wanted to do one. And I'm like, oh, well, that would be fun. We were just talking about it. Like, it wasn't like I didn't think it was actually going to happen. It was just Mm -hmm. something we talked about. And I agree. What even prompted that? But but what even prompted that conversation or whatever? I mean, did y'all? Because you just said you found podcasts like three years or so ago, just kind of like finding out what it was. But like, were you listening to it or? Well, nerd here was listening before to podcasts before me. Okay. And it was constantly at that time. It's different now, but at that time, it was a lot of wrestling podcasts and stuff like hey. that. Hey. Yeah, and I was just sitting I there. Love wrestling. And we sit in the car, and we're not allowed to touch the radio. <laughs> it's just his podcast playing and I'm like I'm sick of hearing this shit I don't want to hear this crap who are these people that are constantly like, just going off about wrestling I'm like I'm tired of hearing it and he's like well you can look and find a podcast that you like I'm like I don't even know what the hell to look up so it, it did take me a bit but I did find a couple and I'm like oh this isn't that bad yeah. and so then after that after listening for a little while then he we started talking about doing one and then this motherfucker goes to work Right? And just comes home one day and says, I did a 20-minute podcast and put it on, uploaded it to SoundCloud. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You were working. I did it on my lunch break in the car. Uh, like, wait a minute. the old studio right there. I thought we were doing it together. We were discussing doing one together. We were they, like, what the hell's the name? He had the dumbest name ever. Stupid picture. And then he was doing it out of his car when I was nowhere to be found because I'm stuck yeah. at home. <laughs> Oh my god! And that went on for about a month, right? It was yeah, it was about three or four episodes, and yeah, so about so about a month. About and a month. You came on, and we found our stride. And everyone and people were commenting, well, because you were saying in every single episode, well, my <laughs> wife will be on in the next one. 
And uh-huh. nope. show up eventually. And then she wouldn't show up, and it's like you're a liar. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and like p- people no, were commenting, you're a virgin. well, you don't have a wife. They were commenting on iTunes, like, well, if your wife doesn't show up, I think one of them said, if your wife doesn't show up, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll co-host yeah, with you. Yeah, and I'm like, motherfucker, co-host. come home, and we will do it together because that's what we wanted to do. And we've been doing it ever since. But yeah. yeah, he started off on his own when he was bored one day. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it's been a magical ride. We've had <laughs> we've gone two years now, man. I mean, it's been about one what like war like one point two million downloads now. We yeah. got a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of listeners. We got a, a lot of special guests, made a lot of friends along the way. It's just been mm-hmm. a really cool thing. It I mean, like we talked to Karen Parsons from the goddamn Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Hillary Banks. Yep. A lot of Famous porn stars, a lot of famous wrestlers. Like, I mean, like this thing's taken us places where I didn't think it would ever, would ever go. And now we're talking to the richest man in America, apparently. Uh, <laughs> random, random ramblings with Rob. I mean, holy shit! I thought we hit the pinnacle before. Now we've hit the pinnacle. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad crazy. to be. I'm glad to be a part of your meteoric rise. I mean, I, I know I'm just a stepping stone for you to achieve greatness. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I need a stepladder to reach the the, the, the step you're at. Holy crap! <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have a discussion about getting a pool, for sure. Oh, thanks, Rob. Yeah. So now I'm not getting laid, and I gotta buy a pool. Thanks. <laughs> hey, man, getting the pool might get you laid. Then you can get there laid in the pool. Might get you know, laid in the seat. In, Twenty no, thousand dollars too much. in the whoa, 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 We gotta slow down a little bit here. I don't. I never thought that far ahead. Getting laid in a pool. Okay. How, how the hell does that work? Like, what if the water's really cold? Oh my god. I, I've only tried. Uh, I only attempted one time, and that was in my former life, and um. <laughs> Yeah, it got to me. It was too cold. I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried. You know, I was like, no, this is this is not working for me. It's like, hey, uh, the filter's over there where it's blowing the, the bubbles out. Why don't you go sit over there for a little bit and uh, let that take care of you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little too nasty here. So uh, what about you? Like, what got you in the podcasting? Um... When I was getting, because I found them as well, um, and it was the same thing for me. The Gateway was a freaking wrestling podcast. So, well, no, I lied. I'm lying. I, I think I heard a freaking Kevin Smith podcast first, and I listened to a lot of that. Oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, you just bullshitting with his friends. I mean, I do that shit every day at work. And then I was just like, there's more than this, I think. So I, you know, I did the same thing. I searched in there because I like wrestling. Look for some wrestling podcasts, and I found a whole bunch of wrestling podcasts, and then I just listened for years. And then when I was getting ready to get out of the military, I wanted to write a book about you know just the things I'd done and you know the friends I met and have them tell stories and shit like that. And I was just like, wait a minute, why don't I just record it? Because I don't like typing and writing things down. Mm-hmm. Just have audio. We just talk about the shit and tell stories. I was like, yeah. So I was much like your husband. I, I, I had a portable, I had a, what, an iPad mini and a USB microphone that I hooked up to it. And during our lunch breaks, we would just set it up and just bullshit as oh, normal. He didn't even have a little microphone. He just did it on his phone. I've done that before. And, and, and all good. And actually, I think that when we started doing it together, it was we were leaning over the bed because we had no desk. We had nothing. Oh, yeah. No computer. <laughs> So we were sitting next to the bed with stupid freaking iPad. It was terrible. Like it was, oh my God, it was a terrible start. But I, I'm <laughs> thinking about it now. The reason why we started doing it is because how we go off on each other. Yeah. And uh, the random, the random 
talks that mm-hmm. we end up having to each other. I, like, see, I like how you put the emphasis on random. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> it, it's so weird the way we talk to each other. Yeah. Like people wouldn't. It's pretty unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's why we started doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I just like um yeah I mean I was doing that we just having fun and everything and I think episode five is mm-hmm. when I started you know taking it a little more seriously or whatever. Episode five is when my wife first came on my show, and by then. I already started investing in equipment and shit. I started buying microphones and, you know, a mixer and all kind of crap like that. And then uh, I got out of the military and then it just changed because I was, it was just going to be strictly talking to my military friends. And then I was separated from the military. And, you know, I wasn't around my military friends anymore. So I just started reaching out to random people. Just started uh, talking to anybody and everybody pretty much. Because it, it was, I kind of, it was like a deprogramming of myself because I was in the military like 16 years and pretty much straight out of high school. As soon as I walked across the stage, I walked on the fucking bus and I was gone to boot camp. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much my my young years of adult life. It's just, that's all I knew. 16 years of my active duty service was in service after 9-11. So I was at work when the shit went down and I was like, fuck. I'm going to die. <laughs> so, oh, God. so I was like, uh, I need to clap cheeks real quick so I, <laughs> I can make a son to carry on after I die. <laughs> and um, he was born 12 days before I went to uh, Iraq. <laughs> wow. So that's how my whole military service was, going back and forth to Iraq and Afghanistan my whole fucking career. And then that's all I knew, you know. Motherfucker tell me what to do, I go do it. Then I tell other motherfuckers what to do once I got up in rank, and that's what we do. And then trying to cope with a family life on top of that is weird because you go to work all day and you tell grown motherfuckers what to do. They listen and they go do what the fuck you told them. And then you come mm-hmm. home, hey, go clean your fucking room. Ten minutes later, hey, then I tell you go clean your fucking room. <laughs> it's just like, what, what? Where am I? What is this crap? But that's civilian life. Yeah, but that civilian life is just like the podcast helped with that transition, I believe, because I was doing it while I was in and I kept doing it till, you know, I got out and I'm still doing it here now. Uh, the 13th is my five year anniversary and we still kicking. Wow. And it's just like it helped me rediscover who I was before I joined the military because I was a silly little dude, which, and you know, I maintain that throughout the military. But, you know, you got to suppress that sometime because you're doing serious shit. But. It's just like, oh, I don't have to be this way anymore. And okay. it's also like a, that what you were talking about earlier, like that hive mind thing, like with Twitter and stuff. You know, everybody thinks a singular way is all linear. There's no deviation from it. That's pretty much how the military is to an extent. So now that I'm free of that way of thinking, you know, it's kind of opened me up to like talking to people like you and anything to where like you have different opinions than I do. And I find that interesting because I never thought of anything like that, you know, because I was told what to fucking think for the most part. But, you know, so podcasting help. I like. It. No, I agree with you. It, it really helps out when you uh, have this hive mind. You have that group thing kind of uh, atmosphere where everyone says the same thing because they think that's the popular thing that's going to get them over to the next spot in life where everyone else is going to say the same thing they're thinking already. And I like to talk to different people because it really opens up your mind. And, uh, 
we've had what transgender people that transition from boy mm-hmm. to girl and girl to boy. And we've I, had I have not yet to grab one of those. I want to have one of those on my show. I'm not you know, it's weird to say one of those. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't mean to make you a thing or it or nothing like that. It's just like, you know, I mean, like we've had a, uh, who else do we have on like, like a guy that dressed up like a furry because they're yes. in that furry community. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, we've talked to like, World struggling famous actors. porn stars, struggling actors. We've had uh, uh, lawyers. Vince Russo from WWF Attitude mm-hmm. Era on oh, the show. Guy. I bet that was a delight. I know people personally that just want to cuss that dude the fuck out, but I was just like, at he the same time, you should... he was excellent. He was yeah. a lot of fun. Great, great friend there uh, of the show. But yeah, a competitive eater. We competitive, had him. yeah, a guy who was a competitive, like just different. Why like, you? Had divorce <laughs> lawyers, regular lawyers, social justice people on the show. It's nice. You have to open up your mind, and a lot of people don't do that. And that's what podcasting did for us: is mm-hmm. open up our minds to different people that we would never be exposed to if we didn't have this thing. That's yeah, what like, like case in point, right? Right before we got on the line proper, I was uh, trying to get a guy on the show or see if he was interested in being on the show who's a freaking Christian singer. And I was like, never in my life that I would have thought of just like sitting down and talking to somebody that do you know Christian music. After, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I might be converted after I heard all that hip hop shit on the Google thing earlier, <laughs> like I was telling you about. <laughs> but I just, any he, he also hosts a podcast or whatever, and I, I don't want to say his name because if I get him on the show or I don't get him on the show, you know, I don't want to yeah. spoil yeah. it. But oh, you know, I but I, I just want to pick his brain. I was like, what put him on the path of being a, a Christian music performer or whatnot? You know. And that's interesting, just hearing people's life perspectives, like what brought you to this point? Like what made you do this? What made you do that? And we have our own, like a small list of uh, people that we want on our show, kind of like a uh, bucket list of people that we'd like to have on. And mm-hmm. it's just nice, like the journey that life takes you on sometimes. And this is our journey and your journey as well. We're both doing podcasts and we're just enjoying life and just doing the things that we want to do. And I think it's really cool. And uh We'll see where the new year takes us. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on right now in the world, and right now is mm-hmm. the best time to book guests when everyone's at home and being told to stay there forever until the end of time. So, <laughs> what time than now? Then get people yeah. on your shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But like, um, you've been doing this since 2019 and everything. Here we are, uh, freshly into 2021. And what has been one of the most satisfying things that you've, you know that you enjoy about podcasting and what's one of the things that you both hate about podcasting. I need one of one of each from both. I hate the porn stars. Okay. Why? Listen, I'm a female. I don't okay. want females do porn. Guys do it's porn. A, it's 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 a, it's annoying. He gets he was getting texts all the time. It was like one after the other after the other and it wasn't spread out. And I we've talked about that on our show. Spread out porn star. No. See <laughs> And it's like, to me, it bothered me a lot and it caused a lot of issues. If it was like one, one month and then maybe three, four, five months down the road, there's another one. No, he did. He did them all at once. Oh, he did them all all at once. All of them. them, It it was a big clap fucking fest. (laughs) And, and I'm like, you, 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 you got your shit wet. You're good. Yeah. So, um, that was probably the worst for me. Was that time, and then the best, like, I don't, I think just him and I talking, because it's, it, it, to me, this is fun. Mm-hmm. 
I think we're closer now with the podcast than we were before the podcast. I think so. you? Like we I were always so. close before, but like I, I, I enjoy this. This, this is yeah. a lot of fun, just mm-hmm. bullshitting back and forth and, and joking around and not um, like saying how we really think and feel yeah. and yeah. not worrying about it because we we don't have our names out there. It's like yeah, exactly. Get pissed off. Oh well, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. See. It was a. Uh, it was kind of the similar thing with me and my wife, or whatever. You know, I took because another thing that this podcast helped me with is a uh, procrastination. You know, you think that would be obsolete since I was in the military for so long, but you know, we still have problems. But um, I, I told her initially, I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And then first thing fly out of my mouth was like, What the fuck is a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And then I had to go into the whole backstory about, hey, this is a podcast, this is a thing, and the stuff and things. She's like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know. And then to her, the way she said it, you know, because you know your spouse after a certain amount of time, it was just like, oh, this is one of those things that he's gonna get into for a little while, then he's gonna put the shit down, and yeah. I ain't gonna have to worry about it no more. Yeah. So three years in, <laughs> <laughs> after that point, you know. You know, she actually came up to me or whatever, and she was like, you know, I'm proud of you. You know, and she gave me this whole soppy, sad, heartwarming shit, and I was like, I felt good inside, and she's like, I'm just proud of you. You stuck with it, and you're doing well, and yada, yada, yada. I was like, thank you, wife. Can we clap cheeks now? You know what's really nice is, like, the very beginning when you see, like, 10, 20, 30, 40 listens or downloads, and then all of a sudden, like, the next month, it jumps up to over a 1,000. You're like, wait, where the fuck did those people come from? Yeah. And, like, the number, you see the numbers go up and up, like, that's a good feeling, too. Yeah. And then the comments start coming in. And, like, so there's a lot of good things that I like about it. And then the community that you build. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people that you meet along the way and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. But me and my wife tried to start a podcast. It was her idea. And she came to me with it. And what I thought was, because like I, I, I was doing this podcast. This is, was the only podcast that I was doing at the time. And then I told her I was entertaining the idea of doing a wrestling podcast because that's what this was originally going to be. But I was just like, I listened to an ass little wrestling podcast. And I was like, I had to do research. I had to dag on kind of sound intelligent and shit. And, you know, that's what I appreciate about other people's wrestling podcasts. But I didn't want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, fuck that. I can't do a wrestling podcast. And I just I found this. And then after a while, I just kept getting the itch. I got a friend that I met in the military. That's all we do. He texts me out of the blue just talking about wrestling and shit. And you'd be on the phone for hours. I was like, this could be a podcast. Fuck all the other shit I was saying earlier. This could be a podcast. <laughs> so we started wrestling this trash. And um We've been doing that off and on. Not as consistent as this one, but, you know, anytime we get the urge or the itch to talk about wrestling, you know, we'll jump on the hooks and start, you know, doing it. Then I was doing that and this at the same time. And she brought up the idea about doing a podcast. And that, at, at that point in time, I was like, hell yeah, more responsibility, more podcasting. Hell yeah, I can record <laughs> more shit. And um, I was like, you just tell me what you want the podcast to be, and I'll do everything else. I'll mix it, I'll edit it, I'll promote it, I'll make an accounts, I'll do all that shit. You just mm-hmm. show up with the material, and we can go from there. Because I'm on the fly. I don't have notes and shit. She just tell me what she come up with the topic, and I can riff off of anything. That that's that's what I do. That's what I do. Random shit. That's and, how um, you know you made it right there. 
And uh, she didn't like that. <laughs> oh, God. She wanted to be organized. She wanted to have topics. We want to stay on subject. And I was just like, I'm seek Like, we recorded six episodes in total. And I'm sitting there dying because, like, uh, I want to go off topic so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna- and because I, I find parallels and things like if this one is related to this thing, I like to talk about how this is related to that. And, you know, I go all over the place. And she did not like that. I remember oh we stopped to record. We stopped we, to record. We, we went to see Creed 2. Oh, that's and we, were, we was going to do a movie review on it because that's what we wanted to do initially was movie reviews. And we, did, we was recording a pilot episode. We was talking about Creed 2. She gave me her thoughts. And then I was comparing Creed 2 to some of the other Rocky movies and this and that and third. As soon as the recording stopped, she's like, I didn't like that. <laughs> oh, God. Like, what you mean? She's like, you was just talking about other stuff or whatever instead of the movie. I was like, but, but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so the next six episodes that we record, I was like, how about we just talk about us? Let's talk about our life growing up, leading to when we met, and then all the way up until this point. How about we do that? It'd just be like chronicling our journey to meeting each other and our life as it is right now. Because at that point, when we was doing the podcast, we were together, I think, 10 years, 10 or 11 years. So I was like, she's like, cool. I was like, well, are we going to talk about everything? Because I was a dum-dum and I did some dumb shit. And I was like, are we going to talk about it? Because I have no problem talking about it and I don't want you to be uncomfortable and she's like, all right, we can get there. But around episode six, I was like, hey, it's uh, Monday or whatever day we decided to record. And I was like, you ready to record? And she's like, yeah. And then time come around to record. She wouldn't show up or we, she wouldn't bring it up or we'll talk about it. And I wasn't going to push it because I was doing this show and the other show and doing all the social media and doing all this shit, I was taking on all the responsibility, and she was just like not showing up for it or whatever. And then I was like, "All right, don't worry about it. We'll just record two episodes next week, and you know we'll catch up next week. Come around, hey, it's time to do that podcast." So, then and it just kept slipping, slipping. And she put out a tweet of all things. She's like, uh, "The show ain't going on no more because Rob is preoccupied with other responsibilities. He got his other shows." Oh, and Didn't even tell me shit. So oh, I'm reading the tweet like everybody else. I was like, really? <laughs> You're reading the tweet. <laughs> oh, God. Just under the bus. I'm like, been an awkward dinner that night. Yeah, I'm just under the bus getting drugged. I'm just like, oh, this is cr- this is fine. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, but, like, I mean, yeah, that's just, oh, boy, that's weird. But her her thinking behind it was, I love podcasting. And this would be a great way for us to bond. Mm-hmm. So I figured that out. But also I found out that like podcasting really isn't a thing, you know, just, you know, the episodes that we did record with each other and everything is just like, she doesn't feel comfortable doing it. And I can understand that because it's not for everybody. Everybody yeah, don't have to do podcasts. A lot of people but, do them and they suck at it and they don't yeah. know it and they keep doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what I learned from that whole situation is just like, we need to talk more or I need to be, it's not like the fact that we didn't talk It's just like. I have trouble with feelings because I'm a man and I've been a military man. I'm a hard motherfucker. And I just, but once I started, you know, talking more about my feelings, and being a more kinder, gentler man that I am now, 
<laughs> it got a lot better. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I learned from that whole experience. It wasn't like we just sucked together at podcasts and it's just like she wasn't really into the podcast to begin with and it wasn't just her thing. So, But she does do one thing for me every year on my birthday. Sex? Yes. Oh my God. I knew uh, that's why I said it so slow and plottingly because I knew you was gonna pick it up. But now nah, every year on my birthday, we do um she comes on the podcast and we do Ask Miss B Rob. So all the fans submit questions in specifically for her. I read them off and we'll record. That's so, cute. She, so she does that for me once a year on my birthday. Oh God. That's awesome. Man. See, we bring topics for each episode. But we end up going two hours because we either can't shut the hell up or we veer off of what the yeah. hell news story we're talking about and mm. talk about something random. Like yeah. our, our podcast is a damn mess. Oh, you know, welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, I never got to see my best and worst moment. I know Yo. that I was going to lead into that. We was getting there, man. I ain't forget about you. We here. You <laughs> see, you like, I have to write notes because like my brain is like scrambled eggs on crack. So I have to write things down or I forget about them. I would have to say as far as like best moment for me in the podcast that we've done is uh, just the people. And this is like a group yeah. answer, I guess, like a big and just the people that we were able to reach out to, like people I thought were once unattainable. Mm-hmm. Once we started getting notoriety with the podcast, I was able to reach out to them. And it was like an instant yes, as opposed to like, who the fuck are you? It, was, it became like, yes, is like automatic almost. And when we first started the show and we were like, all right, maybe we should bring a guest on. Mm-hmm. One night, I was having a little bit too much alcohol. Yeah. And we were watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and I'm like, I used to have a big crush on Karen Parsons. I mean, like, who who didn't? Yeah. And I reached out to her, and her agent got back to me and was like, you have to prove to me, you know, something or other. And I sent her our numbers and everything else, and she was like, all right, cool. She wants to come on. I was so excited when she replied. I'm like, guess who's coming on our show? It's Karen Parsons. And that's when we recorded off the phone. Yeah, we had the shittiest setup. Oh, God. But we got a lot of downloads then. And uh, we were talking about it. We were so hyped up for it. And the day came. And it was like a, and it was a nice summer day. Are you really going to go through all this crap? Yeah, we were nervous as fuck. Like, I felt like like, like I kept pissing. I'm like, I was so nervous. I kept pissing. I kept like, like oh, my God. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You didn't want to do it. Five minutes before it's, the show, we both wanted to back out because we were so freaked. That was our first interview. It's not that I didn't. It's not that we didn't want to do it. It's just we were so freaked we were out because we, yeah. 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 And he was a big and star at the time. For me, because I'm different than than nerd. I don't interviews. I'm not. I, I just I'm uncomfortable with them. Period. And I'm yeah. still that way. This has been two years since we've had Karen Parsons on. I still have only been on maybe five interviews. Yeah, I do them all. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that that's not me. That's not. I. That's not the type of person that I am so I was freaking the fuck out but I I liked her and I knew who she was and I want I I was not gonna back away from that so and we did it and it was it was great and then she answered the phone and and like she wanted to keep going but we already had like a set time limit ahead and we're like let's do another one I remember (laughs) saying we're gonna call this number it's gonna be some random person picking up it's not even gonna be her it was Hillary Hillary Banks answered the phone it was freaking amazing that was my personal favorite because, like, that kickstarted us into getting the confidence we needed to keep going and doing the things that we didn't. Yeah, I, I'm nervous about every single one of them. You know, it's just like it's just like I'm I'm calm right now. It's just like I'm cool or whatever. But I am hot. I'm sweating or whatever or whatever. It's just like that's just how I get. 
when it comes down to this stuff or whatever. Again, I was in a similar situation with you, and I'm always talk about it because it's my favorite interview of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to talk to Michael Jai White. Oh, oh, so, shit, Spawn. Yes. So I got to talk to him, one of my favorite movie martial artists, Mike Tyson, ever. Mike Tyson, exactly. A lot of yeah. people don't know that he played Mike Tyson. He played Mike Tyson in the movie. Yeah, he was awesome. Great actor. Yeah. And I, I have a, a, a ongoing war with fucking Jamie Foxx right now, trying to redo all these fucking movies. <laughs> he is too. Jamie Foxx is trying to do Spawn, and he's trying to do the Mike Tyson biopic. I don't like that shit. Leave it alone. Leave it the way it is. <laughs> but um, it was the same thing. It's just like for every guest, because like I don't take notes at all because I want to make it as genuine as possible. I just want to talk to somebody. I don't have an agenda. You know, other than to, you know, promote you and what you do and everything and just have a, you know, interesting conversation for the show. But it's just like, I just want to talk to people and I don't want to be sitting there like I'm trying to plug some things or whatever. But at the same time, it kind of scares me and makes me nervous because some people expect that. Some people expect people to do their research. Some Mm -hmm. people expect, you know, these questions and whatnot. And when I don't bring that, you know, so far knocking on wood I've always got the compliment of whatever this was fun and you know it was like not like a normal interview you know I like that that's what I strive for because I want people to be comfortable but I'm just waiting for that one day I get somebody on or some notoriety and I'm sitting here doing the shit that I do and they're just like what the fuck is this and I'm like oh god it's it's happening (laughs) I hope that um, Nerd has had one or two Interviews, and I'm not going to say who because I honestly can't remember. But they had like bullet points. You can yeah. only talk about yeah. these things, and he's like, "I don't like interviews like this. I like to just well, randomly talk that, stuff." Well, that was my worst moments of the podcast. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Ah. Well, thank. Well, I'm we know we segue set up like it. <laughs> she has enough of my semen in her. She oh has my, my thoughts god! Now. Oh god! <laughs> but yeah, like that's what I wanted to say. It was like my worst was a tie between that as far as like once you start getting a name for yourself and people ask to come on your show, they have their people reach out to you and they say, hey, these are some questions that they would like for you to ask. And I always reply with, well, yeah, I'll keep that in mind, but I'm going to do my own thing and then kind of feel my way out with them and then we're going to have a good show. And it always works out that way. We always just kind of have conversations and we go different routes and they always end up staying double the time they wanted to come on anyway. They say, oh, we're going to have about an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm going like two, three, four hours sometimes. And I mean, these are like marathons once in a while because like they just have such a good time because they're preconditioned to answer certain questions. And once you ask them other things that make them, you know, get out their comfort zone a little bit, they feel like, hey, maybe I learned something about myself in this episode and maybe we can talk more and they learn some things about themselves. And it gives their their listeners something that, you know, they might not have known about them before to begin with. And also, my other thing would be once you start getting some sort of a name in podcasting is when you start getting sponsors and you have to do things when you might Uh, not want to do them. I don't mind the script as much. It's that's just when to do certain episodes sometimes, like certain websites are like, okay, well, their episode's going to be this day. And And then we're like, oh, fuck, we don't have to, we have to fit the damn podcast in today. Oh, that, that stinks. And you got to like, do one when you're not ready for it really yeah I, that, that's that's the reason why i don't take notes because i'm i guess i'm terrified of scripts for whatever reason because mm-hmm. <laughs> i used to you couldn't tell now but i used to have this big thing with public speaking i, yeah. I it's just like it's 
almost debilitating. It was paralyzing. I was paralyzed with fear. It was just like, you ever heard a record? Because I know you're older, as I am. <laughs> am I? You ever heard a, 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 a record skip? Yeah. Yep. I just get caught on a thread and it just, it, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. Yep. That's yep. me. That's yep. me. <laughs> See, we do, um, I'm not trying to cut you off, but we do Podbean Live. We try to every week. It's been a couple of weeks because of the, the holidays or whatever, but yeah. I stutter. Oh, yeah. I stutter when we're live, and I hate that. So now, I, I after the last one, I, I told her, like, this is all you now. You bring up the topics, and then after we cut the lie part off, mm-hmm. I'll do my topics. Because I can't, because I write all my stuff down, and I know there's people in the chat. I stutter, and I'm just like, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. So, and the live chats are the, the most fun, but I, I can't I can't talk like that. Yes, I mean it, it. It takes it takes a while because I mean I had the added advantage of having the military make me do it. <laughs> so yeah. They they made me go somewhere to where I had to stand up in front of people and teach. So. Oh God. But once I got the the knowledge, the know how, once they taught me how to do it, you know, it was a lot better. So I mean, I don't have because I can bullshit and talk with anybody. That's not the problem. But you give me a script. It's just like it terrifies the fuck out of me because I don't want to forget any information. I don't want to misquote anything. And it's just that, that that's my whole issue with it or whatnot. So I just like, fuck you notes. <laughs> but it's not like I don't do some type of research. I mean, especially if it's a like somebody of like up there or whatever. I mean, I I look into some things to see if I got anything coming up or whatever or best thing to do is like let them tell the shit. Be like, hey, what you got exactly. going on right now? And let them run off of that, and we can run off of that. And I was like, see, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's one thing about people, and that's one thing I learned at a very early age in life is that people love to talk about themselves. So if some actress or actor reaches out to me and they're like, hey, can I come on your show? Can I talk about my book? Can I talk about this or that? Sure, why not? And I don't give a shit what they're talking about. It's easy because they want to promote themselves. So ask them questions that they want to answer. People love talking about themselves. Ask them simple questions, and they will go on and on and on. I mean, it's really not that hard. It's a very easy thing to do. As long as you're engaging, you got to have a good personality, obviously, because I've heard some I podcasts that are fucking awful. I do have a good personality. Like, fuck that. <laughs> I, I can attest like, to that. You have a good enough personality to get impregnated and clap with this <laughs> lovely gentleman next to you. <laughs> there you go like screw that yeah. and being part of any of those like where we have to question someone and especially like if oh, i'm not it. into that i love it whatever they're into like mm, no i can't even fake it i can't fake well that's you, good to you, know so all those orgasms turn, are real you nah. turn into something like i'm skipping over that yeah, i heard okay. it all right yeah but yeah, i'm skipping thanks, it thanks like you turn into something different and you can you can fake being nice you can fake being like all interested in it's all those years of retail absolutely not i'm not interested i'm out the door like you you this is all you oh my god so-and-so coming on good luck have fun yeah exactly i'm not although i think the last one i did was like pet of eater i'm like i'm on that one because that is goes across the country and wins eating contests that was a fun one that was very Vince russo Randy Sandel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vince Russo was awesome. He he was a really cool guy. He uh, you know, like he, he does his shtick where he talks about WWE and how yeah. how he can make things better and all that shit. Yeah. And 
what the things that he used to do. He was fun, man. I really enjoyed him. Like the conversation before and after the show were the most fun parts of the show. I thought. Yeah, he was ripping us apart. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. You know, like we get some digs back at him and. Just a good time. I mean, like, just like, and he was a person that I admired growing up. Like, I, I loved wrestling when I was young, mm-hmm. when it, back when it was good. Like, I haven't really watched since Shawn Michaels. Like this goddamn hip hop music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, he's just a person I never thought I'd ever talk to. And then the show kind of picked up a little bit, and there you go. You're talking to Vince Russo, a person you admired. And it's like, where does it go next? Like, who's the next person I never thought I'd talk to, I would talk to? And, it's, it's just like one of those things where you just don't know the sky's the limit, I guess. You know, it's just fucking nuts, man. Like, I don't know if you have a short list of people that you want on your show, but I certainly have mine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I just kind of feel it out. Because, like, here we go. Because normally when I do the intro, I, I, I introduce you all. And I tell you how I stumbled upon you and why I wanted you on the show, so on and so forth. So, I forgot. <laughs> I reached out to you so long ago and you just got back to me that I fucking forgot. Wait, is it from May? <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how to check because I'm I'm horrible at social Dude, media. Dude, when he told he sent me a screenshot like a month ago yeah. like uh, of the message you sent him on Instagram. Like I said, I'm not on all the social media yeah, thing. Yeah. And uh and he's like, "Oh my god." I have a message from May 19th, which is our daughter's birthday. <laughs> just, exactly. Well, that's just, probably why you missed it. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, I just figured out how to check the messages. And I <laughs> see this message here. Like, really you know what? Like, you, you, know, have to on the internet. you know what? And I, and I don't fault you for that because damn Instagram has had a lot of remodels and everything. And they hit a lot of the buttons and moved them around and shit. So, I mean, <laughs> so I get that. Funny. It never alerted me. I just had to click the button. <laughs> and it said something like, so-and-so wants to send you a message, decline or accept. I'm like, accept? And I looked at the date. I'm like, why the fuck didn't this tell me this thing back on May 19th? That's hilarious. Yeah. Because, you know, the way I kind of go about these interviews and just picking people to review, it's like I'm I'm just surfing the internet and something will catch my eye. Just like I was telling you about the, the Christian singer or whatever. Yep. I looked you guys up on Podbean and his <laughs> show was one of the results that popped up because it had voice in it and okay. i looked at him and i seen what it was about and what he do and i was like i want to talk to that guy <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I just reached out to him like right before the show and i'm he responded to me and i'm just waiting for him to give me the go ahead but it's, it was just like that so it had to be something that i was scrolling through instagram or something one day because that's why I, where i reached out to you at and i seen something i was like i need to talk to them it's probably the fact that you two are married and you do a podcast together and I just told you my woe and failure of a podcast with my spouse and I want to see well why does it work for you and not for me yeah. you know what it did, we've found along the way that it doesn't really people keep trying yeah. And I don't know why that it's not. And I'm not saying we're we're great because we're not. We we've we have arguments. Steal our formula. Like yeah. we've had people that try to befriend the show, and have tried to steal our our, our mojo, our formula. We've and, had yeah. one podcast that stole multiple catch uh, catchphrases. Yeah. Uh, it just I, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. But like <laughs> we we have literally had full blown arguments on the podcast, and then like 
completely fine. The end of the show is just, like completely fine. Like we, I, I don't know. I, I maybe because we don't edit it. We out. end up hate fucking, like, and the next episode's fine. Like what the fuck ever, man. Let's move on. Yeah. Next subject. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it works for us. Well, we kept it real. Maybe, maybe that's, that's part it. of it. Like you have I to guess. keep it real, and and we don't really edit much. That's no. the thing. Like we edit out like dumb shit. Yeah. But other than that, we keep it exactly as it's recorded, and we keep it true. And I think that's what people need. For nowadays. fuck's sake, I was crying on one, and he still won't delete it. Yeah. yeah. Cried my eyes out on one, and like it's still yeah. up there on Podbean. Yeah. Horrible. You're <laughs> well, Horrible. And well, like it wasn't like us arguing. It was like the, something else that happened, and we were just keeping our true emotions out there and our, our feelings about certain things that happened. And but yeah, we don't we, we don't edit stuff, and maybe yeah. that's why. And people can relate because we we've been like um we've been on the system like food stamps and Medicaid and all that. We've gone we've gone past gotten off that stuff. And we then, don't have swing pools. We don't have yeah. <laughs> and movie theaters in our house. So I mean, like we've it's, never it's, the it's other cheap stuff. in Texas. Don't worry about it. It's just cheap in Texas. <laughs> We live in South Carolina, man. Yeah, we're just. Yeah, I know. I, I had a house in South Carolina, the one I couldn't sell for six fucking years. <laughs> God. But that's the secret, though. It's really just being yourself. I mean, there is no secret to it. Like, some people play a character, some people pretend they're someone else. I mean, just be yourself. That's really all it takes. I guess as long as you have nothing hidden. Like, everything yeah. we've said, we've already said to each other, or yeah. have I already talked yeah. about off the mic, and like, nothing is. Like nothing surprises each other. I don't Nothing's think we've ever. Limits. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that's what it was. Um, I told you, my wife first time on here was episode five. I think that was one of the first questions I asked. I said, "So, and we was drinking, but mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck." Yeah, we, I we like, see. I I need I need a drink. I, I need some beer in me. Yeah. <laughs> but I I asked. I was like, "So, what it was like sucking your first dick?" Oh, <laughs> wow. And that was nothing up until that point that I had ever asked her before. So it was a surprise for me, too, the, the answer. There you go. There you go. And and keep that thing rolling, man. Like, keep the cameras recording and, or, or however you do it. It's because, like, those always make for the most genuine responses or the first answers to those questions that are asked for the first time. I mean, like, the, those are those magic moments you can't ever replicate. I'll you can't never have a forget. second take. The time, like, I feel like I'm bringing up all the worst episodes for some reason oh, that no. I, I'm so uncomfortable. But, like, they, he, there was a time where he asked me about my damn period and how it felt. Yeah. And I was, like, so embarrassed. Like, what? I'm not even interested in that. I got two daughters. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Why are you asking me these weird yeah. questions? And, like, we got feedback from that. Like, oh, I feel the same way. And, like, thank people you for it. talking about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, please don't ever do that again. It's nice that people mm. respect it, but so, please so, don't. So, so, I, so we talking about people stealing from me. I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> Incorporate in there. I, we got the period community <laughs> that I can cater to now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, oh, yuck, man. I do have a question for you, Rob, because like you said, you do a wrestling podcast, right? Yes, now, I, I, I used to listen to those mm-hmm. a long time ago. I used to listen to like quite a few of them. Now I don't listen to any because, I mean, in my opinion, wrestling's gone down the shitter. Mm-hmm. I think it's been bad for a very long time. I, I, I really stopped religiously watching when my favorite of all time, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the thing about wrestling is it depends on where you find it. Because I, what, what I've noticed is that everybody that's talking bad about wrestling has gone down in the decline of wrestling. They're only talking about WWE. They're not talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're not talking about AEW. They're not talking about Impact Wrestling, which used to be TNA and Mm -hmm. NWA and MLW. 
those are doing fine in my opinion from what I have seen of those. But WWE, I will agree, is declining and is doing shit. But there's still some good nuggets in there. And then I've been watching wrestling so long, I guess I'm desensitized to the shit. But you are right. A lot of people are talking down about wrestling. But usually what I find is when they're talking down about wrestling, they're talking about WWE. Yeah, that's true. I've tried. Because like I do have friends that do the other promotions. I got connections that have done it. And back in New Jersey, when I was when I was still like young and I was trying to get into it, mm-hmm. I was in Jersey All Pro Wrestling's they had this promotion where they were trying to do something called like a tough enough competition where WWE yeah. was doing it first. And it was myself, my friends, we all went up there because we used to do like a little backyard thing, right? Yeah. And Jay Lethal oh. won that. And he got free schooling from Jersey All Pro Wrestling from a guy who owned the promotion named Fat Frank at the time. That was a guy's name who was the owner of the company. And Sounds the, like a Jersey name. Do you know of a tag team called The Hit Squad? They were DA Hit Squad mm-hmm. was their name. They were the trainers at the time back then. And Jay Lethal won. He got free training for a year. And, of course, he's doing what he's doing now. And we're sitting here yeah. talking on a podcast, obviously. <laughs> but... I mean, like, we tried at that point. Like, that's how deep I was into the whole wrestling thing. And, like, we got booked on, like, bullshit promotions, you know, like, here and there. Yeah. Because they, they liked us. They didn't like us enough to have Can us Can we talk about school. your character? What? Oh, please do. Please. Oh, we, I mean, it, it has to be great if your wife talking about bringing it up. Yes, please <laughs> right, talk about your character. You can talk about my character, how fruity he was. And, you know, oh, there you go. he was a fruitcake. Yeah. He, Flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> I was the original, because my favorite wrestler of all time was Shawn Michaels. I have a Shawn Michaels-ish tattoo on my arm. I yeah. don't know what he was wearing besides big-ass dangly earrings and coming out to Britney fucking Spears. Yeah, well, I so, used to be an attractive, cute boy when I was younger. My loneliness is killing me. Oh, <laughs> not, not that song <laughs> I used to basically say like my character was I, I was Britney Spears best friend and number one fan oh god and I used to come up to the song people would boo and I used to say hey don't you boo her she's my best friend I'm so, gonna tell you yeah so what what time frame was this what what year was this oh Jesus I was 19 so looking at 2001 and 2003 okay that if was you my to, if you were to do that now that would be so fucking over <laughs> I'm 38 years old. I still got some years left in me. I mean, like, I uh, I, could, hey. I could probably do some of the moves. Hey, Diamond Dallas Page didn't start wrestling until he was 35. You know what? God damn it. Now I'm ready to rock and roll again. <laughs> but still, like, that was my whole thing with wrestling. But I don't even know how the hell we got this. See, like, this is the whole random thing. We got two random people talking yeah. with, with with you who just tries to keep everything in, in, in context here. I don't. I don't know how the hell we got here. <laughs> I, I just let it happen. I just let it happen. Yeah, I just so lay back and take it. I just let I just let the clapping happen. <laughs> we, we were talking about it. wrestling. You yeah. were talking about Jersey wrestling in yeah. the in the backyard, and I said, "Bring up your damn stupid character that you had." Yeah, you also had one on your on the video game, which was so flamboyant. Oh Jesus! You're talking oh, about yeah. like me making a character in a game. Holy hell! With that dude, like, dude, I used to spend hours on that. <laughs> he uh he what what did that one come out with SOS by Rihanna? Yeah. Oh uh, my god. That's so I would have evolved probably, you know, as as the years went on but back when I wrestled like people used to spit at me, they used to fucking throw shit at me like beer and fucking food and popcorn. Dude. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes sense for 2000 2001. I I understand yeah. that. 
but I mean, like, now the, you would be like the most popular wrestler ever. Oh man, the dreams I'm gonna have tonight of me being popular. People <laughs> used to hate my guts, and and it was funny because like they didn't get it. And there was a wrestler called The Rock and Rebel in CZW. He did a couple of shows with it. I don't know if you ever like did any research about CCW Combat Zone Wrestling. Oh, yeah, I, I know. That's where um, he's Isaiah Scott now in NXT, but he came there yeah. from there or whatever. He used to be the Wired champion or whatever. But, there yeah, was a guy, I, I know of it. There, well, there was a guy named Rock and Rebel, rest in peace. Rebel, he's dead now. But he uh, but he told me after a show once, he was like, don't let it get to you, kid. He's like, they're going to hate you, and they're never going to like you, but at least they're going to come to see you. And that was probably the best advice I ever got. We were hanging out in the parking lot, and he was smoking a cigarette, and I was, like, smoking back then, so I was smoking a cigarette with him. And we were just out there, and someone called me the F word, you know, the F-A-G-G-O-T. Yeah, exactly. Because I used to come out there with that flamboyant character. I had a pair of my mom's rings I stole, and she had, like, a butterfly ring, and I put it on my ring finger, and it would flap its wings when I, like, put my hand up and down. That's crazy. and I had like long dangly earrings because I was like, I would be trying to take pictures with you. <laughs> Dude, people hated my guts. I used to come out there and do like a weird dance and shit. And I stole all show. Like, I tried to do the kick up and, and the super kick and all. And people hated my guts, man. And and I took it to heart. For some reason, I thought they were going to love me. And mm. they just hated my guts. And he told me that. He was like, Yeah, this, you know, what, whatever. They're coming to see you. And the reaction is what you want. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You want a reaction. Mm-hmm. Imagine coming out there and no one just cares. Like if everyone goes to the bathroom when you're out there. That's, Which happens now. Yeah, that's what you don't yeah. want. So I took that as a badge of honor. Like people paid the spit on me. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, like I now, like Now, um, your wife always talking about how you got two sides to you or whatever. You know, you got your side when you're at work and then you got your side when you're not at work. Or whatever we can honestly say that you have three sides now you're a yeah. three-sided yeah. coin man you got your personality <laughs> for the podcast you got your personality for work and you got your ring persona <laughs> i haven't used that's that so one in a true. while the ring persona but i'm back in shape for it man i'm ready to rock and roll whenever someone calls oh god i'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it again yeah. and he still thinks that he can oh i can oh, 20 I years can. later oh, hey can. it's like riding a bike i mean i've been in the ring as well and it's just like i, I get the itch every now and then but I know as soon as I take that first bump, I'm going to be like, nope, no thank you. <laughs> Shit, if you're ever in South Carolina, man, we could book a match and oh get on one of these South Carolina Myrtle Beach cards. Yeah, yeah. I want, you, I want you there and your goddamn chaps and your uh, freaking tights and your butterfly <laughs> ring and your long earrings and we're going to get it on. <laughs> oh, man, I got to find the rings again. I don't even know if I can find I don't even know if they make those anymore. Yeah. Make your own. Get a oh, 3D yeah. printer. <laughs> Dude, I would videotape that and put that all over the fucking internet. I would be dying. Oh, I would love to do it again. I mean, I used to have a good time. Mm. It was fun. It's, fun. It's, it's forever fun. I mean, that's why I still hang on these so many years later because, I mean, I, I legitimately love it. It's been a part of my childhood, my adult life, and everything. I, I don't think, except for the years of, uh, I think, between 2002 and 2003, Three, I did not watch wrestling because I was on deployment and I had no way to watch it. So I, I've been watching since as far back as I can remember. <laughs> I'm glad you could stick with it because we can't. Like we yeah, try. I, I I lasted longer than you. Yeah, you did. Like I, I was long. watching and watching and watching. I have not watched in probably six months now. I think longer than that. Has it been uh, longer than that? I think so. I don't know. I, I'll put up a list together of some non-WWE stuff and maybe you, you find that spark again. 
Yeah, please send us something to watch because, like, I've tried watching WWE stuff, and uh, the only thing I can really pay attention to are like the diva matches or the women you know wrestling matches because I think they're more entertaining. I think they care more. It seems like they uh, try harder. I yeah. feel like they don't really pay attention to them as far as the writing goes, so they can do whatever the hell they want, and it comes out in their in their work. I'm too into regular TV that I just don't give a crap anymore. I don't have time for this. <laughs> it's goddamn boring. The no. storylines suck. They could be it too. Half the well, I mean, well, that's the thing though. That's why you got to find other places. Because I just finished watching um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. They just had their their equivalent to what WrestleMania would be is called Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, All right. There you and go. um. There's a professional wrestler there by the name of Kota Ibushi. Okay. And he has like this crazy backstory because with New Japan Pro Wrestling, they have their own internal farming system to where you can go there and you they'll train you from the ground up and they'll dag on they'll send you out on excursion to other companies to find your way. And then they'll bring you back into the company and you know they'll develop you from there. It's yeah. like from the ground up. So there's this one guy, Kota Ibushi, which I just mentioned. He wasn't a part of their farming system. He made his name outside of the company. And since he was so, like, volatile or whatever, I mean, in the, in the vein of, like, he wasn't part of their system, and he did wrestling his way. He went mm -hmm. to other companies, and he did other things. He didn't want to be bound by one company. So for that, when he got to achieve a lot of accolades within the company, they would cut the legs out from under him. He wouldn't get those title opportunities. He wouldn't win the title and all that stuff. And this happened for years. And then he finally settled, he finally settled down with them and signed his long-term contract. And after years and years of the same shit over and over again, he finally won the title the other night. And I knew the story. I knew the backstory and all the shit that he'd been through. And I rolled a tear. That shit was like beautiful. It was nice to see that he kept putting in the work, doing it his way, not, you know, freaking giving up and shit. And he finally won what he wanted to get. Well, that's what it's all about, man. It's all about that storyline. It's the childhood dream, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. Like, when Shawn Michaels retired, I think that was the last time I shed a tear. He made me leave the room. When he came out and did his little speech. To watch it. And he and then he yeah. told me when it was over, and I I was allowed I was so to come upset. out. I was so upset. He's like, I didn't want you to see me cry. Yeah, I, I, like, okay. I cried like a baby. I had, I had I had the I had the similar I had a similar instance, but mine did not end where his ended. Like Shawn Michaels retired, and he was done. Yeah. I mean, he he came back last oh, yeah. year. It did like two matches or whatever, but I don't count those. I don't count that shit. Me neither. But it was like Indiana Jones Part Four. Yeah. The, the one, the one that made me roll a tear, like visibly, like you know the Kota Bushi shit. I just said I rolled a tear, but it was just like my eyes got a little watery, watery or whatever. I was like, but the one that made me boohoo, like I ain't talking about like <laughs> none, none of that shit. Just like <laughs> visible tears was rolling down my face in front of my fucking wife, made me feel like a bitch. Was when supposedly the Undertaker retired. Oh, oh I hated him. I never so, liked him. I mean, you know, I hate him now. But yeah. then, because like I said, I've been watching wrestling as long as I can remember. And he was a part of that. Time? Yeah, he was a part of that. Yeah. And, you know, to see him retire and then like I go back to my military stuff, it's just like I did it for so long. And then, you know, this is all you know. Then you retire and those overwhelming emotions. That's how I kind of felt about him and him supposedly leaving. It's like I've seen his this dude whole career for the most part. His career has been a part of my childhood. 
and right. you put his stuff down in the middle of the ring, his boots, his gear, and everything, and that's international symbol of hey, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And then this bitch came back the next year. I was like, you son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, got me. He got, he me, got me. And retired again and came back. Yeah. Retired again. So <sighs> I, I've been, if you if you want to go back and listen to a wrestling podcast, you can go to <laughs> listen to mine, Wrestling is Trash. I openly bash that shit over and over and over again. There's video of me at, at WrestleMania after that retirement. And it's on YouTube. And it's me yelling at the Undertaker from the stands. Saying, no, don't come out here. Go back in the back. <laughs> now, there's something about these wrestling podcasts, too. Like, that's just something I wanted to ask you. Like, for someone that does a wrestling podcast, kind of like on the side, it's like a side dish. You know, uh, a lot of these podcasts that do wrestling, they they do nothing but complain about it. So what I want to ask you is, like, why watch something that you openly oppose and hate so much? Is it like a love-hate thing? For some of these podcasters, I'm not saying you in particular, but I'm just saying like some of these, because I've listened to some of these and I stopped listening to them in the past where they're like, yeah, wrestling sucks. It fucking sucks. Why am I doing this? Why? And then I'm asking, why the fuck am I listening to you saying, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why the fuck are you even watching something you and you purposely hate? Well, I, I, I hate The Walking Dead and I quit that show. I don't watch it. Oh, I, I, I don't like good. it. Yeah, but you don't have a podcast about The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that that was something discussed too, and I know that he asked a question, but yeah. like we purposely said we were going to just talk random shit. Yeah. That's why we did. Yeah, yeah. because and we're not going to. That's why this show is the same way because yeah, you know, I don't want to be pigeonholed into one thing. You know? yeah. Thank you, and thank you for for doing what you do because otherwise it'd be like once wrestling dies, your audience dies yeah. because they don't want to hear about wrestling because they don't watch it. So what you're doing is great. Yeah. And, it, you know, and it's just because of the fact. I mean, you hear that because that's their game. They're talking about wrestling. And when you talk about wrestling, you'd be remiss if you didn't speak about WWE. I have yet to find, and I'm pretty sure they're out there, I have yet to find a podcast that does not talk about WWE. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they got some out there. I just haven't found it yet. But it's a slim column for that, <laughs> that freaking niche mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's kind of like... Th- that company has shaped the business and it kind of dictates some of the trends of the business. But what's exciting to talk about it right now is there's a whole lot of change going on in wrestling. You know, a lot of people see that WWE is doing bad and you know, some, a lot of behind the scenes shit stuff, but AEW, which is a new company that sprung up about a year or so ago, they're starting to reach out to other companies and do dual shows. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you would never see WWE do unless they were about to buy that company out and absorb it into WWE and it would cease to be the thing that you knew it for. Yep. So the, this company, AEW, has been working with uh, TNA Impact, or you know, well, formerly TNA. And their world champion has been on that show. And now, as of the last show, which is every Wednesday, they had their talent on that show. And that's something that you would never, ever see in WWE. And everybody's talking about it. And now this opens the door for, you know, other companies to work with each other outside of WWE and make money and make buzz and all kinds of stuff. And everybody is fucking excited about it. That's what we're talking about right now. And the shit that we hate about WWE and how they might die. But that's the fun part. Just to speculate yep. and think about what could happen. The what ifs is what get the people going. 
and everything. <laughs> you know, and then you hear the people that does talk bad about WWE, but it, a lot of that is rooted in is not what they want, and they think they can book something better. So you hear a lot of, I don't like this. They should have done this. I wish they would have done this or whatever. And that's an interesting conversation to book these alternate universes of wrestling and everything. So that's kind of why they all sound like that, in my opinion. Well, it sells tickets. And yeah. that's what the point of this whole thing is, to sell tickets. And it's it's almost akin to if you see, like, Conor McGregor show up to a boxing event where... Yeah, you know you're going to talk shit. You know you're going to do his thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, he's not supposed to be here. Why is he challenging this person in a whole different realm? And then those two fight. It's going to sell a huge amount of money because it's what? something you're not supposed to see. Yeah. That's where they're getting it right. The the fruit. Yeah. They just want to buy everybody, keep them held down under their paycheck protection or whatever the fuck they're doing. And that's it. Like they just collect people like baseball cards and yeah. they just sit them on the sidelines. Like, so you have these people, you're not going to use them. Yeah. WWE is a company. WWE is a company, is a publicly traded company. They do what's in the best interest of WWE and not professional wrestling to an extent. So that's why people have such an umbrage. You got AEW and all these other places or whatever. I don't think they're publicly traded. So they're their own entities. They're independent. And they can work with other companies and just build wrestling as a whole outside of WWE, which creates jobs for more wrestlers. And it's just, it's just amazing. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we've come to the end of the road. Lady oh. and gent. Um, before you go, I, I appreciate you spending your time with me here for this hour and some change. But um, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, what you got going on, and all the other standard shenanigans. Where the hell are we? Uh, um, In South Carolina, from what I... <laughs> uh, let's see. Voice of Misery podcast at gmail.com. Voice of Misery on everything else, right? Parlor, Instagram, yeah, Voices of Misery. Uh, if you type that in, the fuck else are we on? If, if you type it in Google, you'll find us. Just type in Voices of Misery. We're everywhere. We're like uh, we're, we're like COVID nineteen. Apparently, we're every symptom oh known God. to mankind. We're everything, everywhere, all the time, and you will die from us. Jesus, so there you go. is it, what the hell? I don't. Well, we we never even got to the COVID. That could have been another two hours. No, that, that yeah. can't be. See. No, this is an escape for some people, so let's not do that. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Dude, you, exactly. You, I have to like wrangle him in sometimes yeah, uh, on on our show. Like I, I get can't, so mad. But that was his New Year's yeah. resolution that we yeah. were gonna we were gonna step away. And I'm gonna stick to it. But yeah, voice of misery and everything. Parlor, uh, me, me, me. We even is the new me one that Ma. we're on. Me, Ma, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> me, Ma. Yeah, just type in voice, but you'll find us. You on your grandma? You on your grandma right now? <laughs> But random ramblings with Rob podcast. Rob, you're a great host. We appreciate you having us on here. Had a great time with yeah, you, man. Yeah, this was fun. Very fun. And you got to come on our show sometime. Hey, you, you swing the door open. I'm coming in. I'm eating all the snacks and cakes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the cake you want, my friend. Just don't touch my poon tang pie. Hey, I, hey, I got my own here. <laughs> but anyway, this has the as, it, as it has been for every guest of the Random Rambles with Rob, the door is always open for you to come back to freaking promote your next big thing or just to shoot the shit. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. That's awesome. All right. We are clear. All right. Thank you.